uh, we were out and, and we traditionally do our Christmas, like our last minute deal Christmas shopping uh, on the 22nd. And so as normal, we, we did it. And we were out and, you know, we went, let's see, we, well, I ain't gonna say everything we went. We went to some stores and we went, we went to the mall and, and I'm battling the traffic. And, you know, my Christmas spirit as we took off for the day was like, you know, okay, I don't know what I'm getting into. Then we got there and I was like, it's not that bad. But as the day progressed, it got really bad. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, it was like, for me to get out of the mall, it took 30 minutes, I think. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, to traffic and just all this stuff. And, and we, we ended up going to a store that I, I normally don't like to go to, but, you know, my wife forced me there. And uh, so we went. And, and so I get in to the store and we're going through. And she says the most amazing thing to me. Other than yes, when we got, you know, when I proposed. These were the words. I think we're all done now. <laughs> this joy just erupted outside of me. I mean, I was like, it was like nothing ever in my life have I have experienced such joy and completeness and wholesomeness. <laughs> Gentlemen, can I get, you know, hello. Uh, thank you. I got an amen from a seven-year-old. Awesome. All right. 10, sorry. All right, so listen, right? I think this guy who had his shopping cart and he looked miserable, he saw me and I could just see the look on his face as his wife was with him like, help, I hate you, but help. You know, because I, I, I burst it out, I said, are you serious, we're done? She's like, yeah, I think so. And I was like, wow. You know, we can allow the craziness of this season to take up so much of our mind. You know, it takes up a lot of resource in our head. It takes up a lot of time. It takes up a lot of space. And next thing you know, we can really lose the meaning of what this season is all about. We can lose the meaning that it's about Jesus. It's about what God has given us, not what you're about to give your kids or your kids are going to give you. Or, the, the, you know, the, have you, you ever got the sweater for Christmas that just... It sits in the closet or in the corner that you've never wore before, right? I had this one present one time. My mom's not here. That's great. And uh, she gave me this, like, it, I, do you remember back in the day when it was, like, really cool to wear the vests? You know what I mean? With the shirt tucked out, the vests, right? And, and that, that was, like, when I was a teenager, I think. You know, that was the cool thing to wear if you had to go to church. And, but she got me one that was leather. And, and I remember opening it and going, oh, thank you. You know, push it aside. You never see it again. Then she brings it up like two years later. I never see you wear that. Oh, yeah, I've worn it a hundred times, mom. You just haven't paid attention, you know. We could get caught up in so many things, so many emotions that we can truly miss what the true meaning of this season is all about. You know, the first week we looked about surviving the distractions of this season that comes our way. Remember, we can get wrapped up in all the holiday parties, the family gatherings, all that stuff. It can take up a lot of time and so much so that we can forget of why we're truly here and why we're here this morning and why we're going to celebrate tomorrow morning and some of you are going to celebrate today and, 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 and so on and so forth. But then last week, or no, excuse me, the week before that, we looked at how to survive the crazy makers. Remember them? Those are the people that can push your button and can send you into orbit in no time, right? Some of them you're sitting with right now. That's really cool, isn't it? You know? So guess what? Some of you are that person, right? 
But we talked about the crazy makers and how to survive the crazy makers. And if you remember, we talked about um, trying to bring an end to that unresolved issue. You know, that issue that, that, that is probably brought on the, the, the anger, the jealousy, the resentment towards someone. And, and, you know, my thing here this morning is we could, you know, have so much more blessing from God if we could learn to bring some of our problems and some of our issues with other people to a close, to a resolve. You know, it's not about you. Remember this, God loves you, yes. God also loves that person that you have so many ill feelings towards. Something to keep in mind. But today we're going to talk about this, surviving ourselves, right? Surviving us because we've got issues and we've got things that can kind of, you know, well, how can I survive Christmas when I do this? Or how can I survive Christmas and I'm so involved in all these things and so on and so forth. We can, we can make excuses for anything, but what I want us to do this morning is understand that we need to learn how to survive ourselves. And what I'm talking about is, look, look it's, it's no secret. We all sin, all of us. You know, we, we have pride, we have a manipulating spirit, we can be overly critical, we have all of these things. And, you know, we can call them our problems, but the biggest problem that I have, watch this, it's not, it's not what others have done to me. The biggest problem I have is not what's going around in society. The biggest problem that I experience in my own life is, is not what the future holds for me, but the biggest problem that I have is me. Because I'm the one who dictates my, my choices. I'm the one who dictates the decisions that I'm going to make. I'm the one who is in charge. So my biggest problem isn't everything around me. My biggest problem resides right here within me. You know, Think of it this way, your spouse is not in your way. Your boss that you have is not in your way. That person who you have that um, unresolved conflict, they're not the ones that are in your way. They're not the problem. The problem resides with inside of us, you, me. Um, I wanna take a look at a scripture this morning in Matthew chapter one, verses 20, uh, looking right around verse 20, and it says this. An angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Now here, verse 21 is where I really want us to, to, to drive home a focus here. It says this, she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will, watch this, you need to underline this next phrase, circle it, highlight it, whatever you do. He says, because he will save his people from whose sin? Their sins. So in other words, Jesus didn't come just to save us from evil and difficulties, but he also come to save us from us, from yourself. We're gonna look at three quick things this morning uh, for us to understand how we can survive me, how I can survive Kevin. Number one is this, God came to us. Before we can grasp what God has done, we need to understand that first of all, he came for us. We need to understand that God is with me in all aspects. He's omnipresent, right? We understand that God is everywhere at all times. 
And if we really put that into perspective in our minds, how many times or, or how less often would we fall into the sin that we continually fall into if we realized and remembered that God is with us in that very moment? Think about that for a second. I, I'll tell you, I'll kind of explain it to you this way. As a youth pastor, uh, which was, it seems very far long ago now, but it wasn't really that far ago. I would sit there and, and uh, I remember back in the day with the kids and, and, and we would, I always went over uh, something to, to deal with and, you know, sexual purity, things like that. And I would bring this up. I would say, listen, you get yourself in a moment, remember who's with you. Not only is that person, but God himself. And how often is that going to change the decisions that you're going to make? Adults, it's the same thing goes for us in our everyday lives. If we could just understand and realize that God is with us in every single moment of our life, there's not one breathing or sleeping moment that you have that God is still not with you. God is always around. He's always there with an extended hand of help. He's always there with a compassionate love to you. But he's also always there with a rod of correction and discipline. We understand that God is with you. There's never been a moment in your life to where God has not been with you. Not only did God not come to be with us, but he's also come to, to be of us. Uh, Luke chapter 2 and 7 says this, And she, meaning Mary, gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in clothes and had placed him in a manger. Now understand this. Uh, in the old English language, the manger uh, definition is of a, of a, a feeding trough. Okay? Now, you know, Sunday morning, last Sunday, we had this uh, stable-like, you know, uh, uh, building over here. And it had this nice little wooden manger, and little baby Jesus was laying inside of that. We need to understand that's not exactly how that worked, okay? It was in a feeding trough. Think about that for a moment. Your Savior who came to be with you, stooped to the point so low, who had everything going for him where he was, became man and was laid down in what we would consider uh, as, as a feeding trough. Now, I, I see some babies here and, and, and I, I've, I've had, you know, some myself, not, not me personally had them, you know, but you know what I'm talking about. And you know what? I don't think I would be laying my kid down in that. You know, I, I, I would, there's no way, you know, I, you sit there and you, you see children and, and they get wrapped up in so many different things, don't they? They get, they just get, they get dirty all the time, you know? You know, the other day, I think I, I gave Caden uh, a piece of chocolate, like just a small little piece of chocolate, you know what I'm talking about? That is harmful, I mean, harmless. It became very harmful for me. That little piece of chocolate was all over the face, all over here, and next thing you know, it's on his hands and he's reaching for me. And I'm going, oh, you know what I'm saying? But I think about that in my mind of, of Jesus. And, and I, I think to myself, man, you know what? God came to be with us. He came to be with us in the form of a human being, in the form of a baby. And he was, the best place he could be laid in was a feeding trough. If God is willing to enter this dirty feeding trough, how much more is he willing to enter into your dirty situation that you call life? Think about that for a moment. I am so thankful in my heart that Jesus resides in this filth. Amen. And the impure thoughts. 
and the actions that are inappropriate and the language that can come through our mouths that's just distasteful. But yet he still came in a human form, knowing all of this, so he can what? Be with us. So you really can't question his love when you consider where he's willing to enter into your life. Watch this. Jesus left everything so that he can reach everyone. Then the second thing I'm pointing out to you this morning is this. God saves us. Have you ever met someone who lacked in self-awareness before? Like they thought they were the greatest thing in the world at something, and then you knew that they just weren't. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, some of you experience them every day in your life, probably. You know, it's that person that brags, so to speak. Oh, I'm the best at this. I'm the best cook. I'm the best uh, whatever. And, and you just, you're, 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 they're in your ear, and you're just like, man, you don't have no clue. You can't do that. Some of us need to understand something, that we have to be self-aware of ourselves. In other words, we need to realize that we need a savior in our life. I need to be self-aware of the sin that I have. I need to be self-aware that I lack qualities in my life. I need to be self-aware that I need Jesus in every single breathing moment. You see, sin has consequences. In other words, when you want what only you want, think about that, you know? Uh, When you choose yourself over others, that's called sin. And unless you and I can realize that we're a sinner, we won't realize that we have a need of a savior. Sin does this, it separates us from God. In other words, you won't have peace of mind, you won't have relationship with him, you will not fulfill your God-given purpose and understand what God has put you in this world for. You will not fulfill your eternal existence and the potential of it. You see, understand that we all have been given a purpose for our lives. There's not one single person who has ever existed on this planet who God did not have a purpose for. You could feel very hopeless right now. You could feel very insignificant right now. And you might feel those way, that way. You know, a lot of different emotions happen during this time of the year. A lot of different situations dwell with inside of us throughout the year and they just seem to really emotionally you know come out during this season what I want you to understand is this God has given you a purpose he has a desire for your life he's got a plan for your life and watch this God doesn't he's never started something that he has never finished in other words this God is not finished with you You may have written yourself off, but God has not written you off. You may have said, I am insignificant, but God sees the significance of your life. You may think you don't have the talents and the abilities to do such, and maybe you don't, but God is the one who has the ability to put in you those same talents and abilities. You know, I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm very self-aware that I can't sing. I get it. I stand there and I listen to myself and I go, I just got to stop and listen to them because I'm horrible. Is anybody else like that? Thank you. Okay, a couple of you. So Brad, if you see me not singing, it's because I want to hear you more and I want to hear myself wherever you're at. All right. 
But there's moments, and, and I'm very self-aware that I can't do that. So because I'm self-aware, I, 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 I want to spare Winnie hearing my awful voice and my wife who's standing there hearing my awful voice. So what do I do? I shut up and I just go, God, just speak to me. Just speak to me, you know. Some of us, we need to become self-aware here. And this is for all of humanity that we need a savior. I need Jesus in my life every single day. I can't go throughout my day without Christ. I can't go throughout my day without a time of prayer. I cannot go throughout my day without knowing that Jesus is wanting the best for my life. I can't go throughout a day without knowing that Jesus is trying to pour into me. I can't go throughout a day without reading in his word. I must be with Jesus. Luke chapter two, verse 11 says this. There has been born for you a savior who is Christ the Lord. Notice something there, it says there has been born for who? You. The Bible gets very personal right there. So the way I see it, the, there has been born for Kevin a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Let that resonate with inside of you. Put your name there. There has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Here we are in the, the, the funnest time the most celebrated time of our, of our year. The time where we're so excited and, and, and already this morning, and watch this, I throw my hand up too. I hear this, I'm so ready for this season to be over. I'm so tired, I'm so worn out, and, and, and that's me. We cannot lose the meaning of what this is about. It's not about the presence that you're going to give or that you're going to get. It's about what God has given you. Christmas begins, watch this, what Easter celebrates. And then the third thing, the last thing, I'm keeping you short this morning. I didn't get an amen for that, so I can extend this thing as far as out as you want. Thank you. Number three is this, God transforms us. God became man so that he can enable you to become like him. God didn't come to just save you from the bad, but he came to save you for something good. God transforms us. I've heard stories before of people who have said, you know, man, I, I, I lived my life this way and then I gave my heart to Jesus and things just became different almost instantly. I love hearing those moments. Then I hear others tell me, you know what, I gave my heart to the Lord and I didn't feel anything right away, but gradually I began to see a transformation happen, something different, something changed. What I love about serving God and serving Jesus, allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to me in my life is, Every single day, God is working and equipping me and transforming me into the man that he wants me to be. Every day, he's making sure that I'm fulfilling that eternal destiny and those priorities and those plans and dreams that he has placed inside. God hasn't given up. I love it that we as Christians, we can look and go, you know what? 
I may not like who I am now, but God is still working on me to better me so who I am tomorrow is different from who I am today. Romans chapter 6, verse 33 says this. Give yourselves completely to God. What? Every part of you. For you are back from death and you want to be tools in the hands of God to be used for his good purposes. God has never created anything without a purpose. There is a reason why you're here. There is a reason why you're, watch this. There's a reason why you're going to be eating dinner tomorrow across from someone that you just gets on your last nerve. And it could be a punishment. No, no, no. It might be, let's have an unresolved issue here. Let's resolve it. Think about that. You know, there's, there's a reason why we, God places us in these situations because he doesn't want his people bickering and fighting. Watch this. I got two little boys and they fight all the time. I mean, I, I think the four-year-old's the bully over the seven-year-old. You know what I mean? I think it's just because he gets away with more. But, and, you know, I had to sit back and sometimes I look at him and, and I hear stories from some of you about your, your, you know, your kids and how they fight and they go, oh, it ain't going to get any better. And I'm going, no, the brothers are supposed to get along, you know. As a dad, they're supposed to, they need to hold hands walking everywhere they go, you know. That type of, no, that don't happen. They're punching each other everywhere they go, you know, pushing each other, you know. And, and, and I think to myself, I wonder if God looks at us and goes, man, you know what? I wish they'd just get along. I wish they could just put this silliness aside and just get back to what the true meaning of everything is about. Push everything to the side and let's get back to God. Let's get back to relationship. Let's get back to building things rather than tearing things down. Let's get back to tearing the walls down that we have built up for so long between different relationships. Let's allow God to come through. And I promise you, watch this. If you remember anything from this series, Jesus loves people. And if you want to interact with Jesus, start loving people. Think about that. Love people. Love the brother. Love the sister. Love the, the new acquaintance. Love people. Now, not only does God give you an eternity with him, but he gives you a life full of purpose. Often we miss the purpose because we put so much energy in trying to fix ourselves. Remember, the biggest problem that I have is not the problems that are surrounding me. The biggest problem that I have is myself. So I want you to stand with me this morning. <coughs> Many of you in this room You've accomplished a lot. You've been successful through businesses and family. And you've been successful in so many different areas of life. But yet there's still something missing. Knowing you've tried what you've tried, what, what are we waiting on? What are we waiting on to, in order for us to feel accomplishment? What are we waiting on in us in order for us to you know, feel fulfillment or completeness? 
Some of you would say, well, I need more money to fill, you know, fulfill it. Some of you are saying, I, I need a spouse to fulfill it. I need, some of you are saying, I, I need children to fulfill it. I need, I need a new job in order to fulfill what I, I'm lacking inwardly. I, I need this or that. I need this thing, that thing. All we need is Jesus. It sounds so cliche. It sounds so basic, but it's the truth. All we really need is Jesus. And here we are celebrating this time of the season where this Savior, this Jesus has been freely given to us. And God is saying, you know what? You're wanting fulfillment. And I've given you fulfillment, but yet you reject it so many times. So often. You know, this morning, why don't we make today the day that we follow Jesus? Why don't we make today the day that we say, you know what, I get it. I understand what the season's about. It's about him. It's not about me. It's not about my desires. It's not about my wants. It's not about what I need to give others. It's about Jesus. My prayer this morning is that as we finish off this Christmas season, these next couple days, that we would do so in a manner of, Jesus, I need you. Watch this, I'm a pastor. I still need Jesus every day of my life. Wake up, Jesus, I need you. Lord, I need you. I need you in this decision. I need you with my family. I need you in my finances. I need you, Jesus. I need you. So you know what? There's no harm in saying and admitting, yeah, I need Jesus. I need him. I need him right now. Maybe today you don't know who Jesus Christ is as your Lord and Savior. What better gift could you accept than accept that this morning? That would be the greatest thing. So with every eye bowed, every eye closed, I wanna ask you this for a moment. I want you to think about what it is that you need in this Christmas season.